Hi, welcome to the Dreamcatchers. We are sisters and business partners, Marissa Klein K and Jamie Klein Stozer. We know a little something about dreaming big. In our day jobs, we run the fashion and media division of our family staffing firm in New York City, Choice Associates. We have built a brand around helping others and good energy. Known in our personal and professional worlds as lightworkers, igniters, and most of all believers, Jamie and I are not only dreamers, but we are doers, and we hope our energy is contagious. On this podcast, we will be chatting to each other and to some of our favorite dream catchers, the people who inspire us not only about career, but about making magic wherever they go. On What's the Word, we will discuss a word, think community, balance, tenacity, etc., in hopes of motivating our audience to incorporate more of that into their lives. Thanks for joining us. Subscribe now and follow us on social media at Dreamcatchers23 for updates and episodes. We're live at the Orange Theory in Shrewsbury, New Jersey. I'm Marissa. I'm here with my sister, Jamie. Hi, everybody. And we brought a whole crew. I cannot be more... Um, pumped. Don't say excited. I said I'm not going to be excited. Every episode, every we episode, say, I'm we so say excited I'm so excited to be here. Um, but we're trying to be a little less. We're doing something a little different today. Yep. We've invited a collection of people that mean a lot to us right now, um, and I think a lot to our community locally. And we're going to spread our spotlight on each and every one of them um, as we dive into this episode of What's the Word? So. Without much further ado, I'd like to introduce... Jamie, do you want to do it? Sure. I'd lo- actually, I love when everyone introduces themselves. So um, <laughs> I'll put you on the spot a little bit, but I'd love to have everybody here introduce yourself. Tell us who you are, your name, your business name. Um, and honestly, one of the things... And I want to make sure Ming introduces himself too, by the way. We're going to have Ming, our cameraman slash sound engineer slash whatever you are. Since original. Um, <laughs> I'm awkwardly leaning into this. I feel like I don't need to. Um, so everybody can introduce themselves. So yes, I'm Jamie, as Marissa said, and I'm a dream catcher. And today we're going to be talking about hustle, um, which I think each of us can relate to. So if we can just talk about our name, our business name, and um, actually we'll, we'll save the, the hustle word uh, meaning to you in a minute, but go ahead, Josh. Lean into that, I guess. How you doing, everybody? <laughs> My name is Josh Grievatz. I am Woo! the <laughs> chef owner of Deli Boy Delivery. Yeah, uh, Deli Boy. Pre- prepared meals, delivery service. Serving Monmouth, Ocean, Middlesex, and Mercer County, New Jersey. Awesome. Now that's a hustle. <laughs> yeah, you hustle. Especially when you're delivering yourself. <laughs> Go ahead, Lori. <laughs> um, I am Lori Sawyer. I am the co-owner of Clean Cut Fitness and Nutrition. And I'm partnered up here with Karen. And co-author of? Co-author of Shrink Your Body, Grow Your Mind, our new book that's out. Uh, and I'm Karen Boscano. I am also the author and partners with Lori Sawyer. Boscano. By the way. Had you given me $1,000, I would have not known how to pronounce it. I've seen it. Joe, I don't Joe, know how to Joe Piscopo did. Okay. Right. Joe Piscopo did. Okay. Okay. Well, well, I have, I have well, been producing it. He called her Carmen. Bas- <laughs> I'm writing it down in yes, phonetics. It's not okay. Bas- Bas- I just know it's Karen with a C. Karen with a C. And I stopped right there. In fact, that's what I tagged you as today. Really, Karen with a C. And then we have our partner in crime and the person that launched our podcast and somebody that we also showcase in every single podcast that we do, Miss Carrie. Hi, you guys. Thank you so much for having me here. And uh, my name is Carrie Bellog, and I'm the chief groupie of Brand Groupies uh, Consulting, and I help local entrepreneurs build and rock their brands. And uh, so happy to be here. So thank you. Bellog, like Kellogg. <laughs> so, 
By the uh, way, we're all we're all so close, but we don't know each other's names. I'm like, don't worry about anyone's name. <laughs> Whatever. By the way, I'll give you all a thousand dollars right near here on the spot if you can pronounce mine. Um, <laughs> or spell it actually. Can you introduce yourself, Ming? I can. Hi, everybody. My name is Ming Chen. Uh, I run a shared universe podcast studio where. Uh, we, we do fun stuff like this, like <laughs> podcasting outside uh, of an Orange Theory Fitness in yeah. New Jersey. But, but you're uh, just located right down the street. Yeah, I'm right down the street, five minutes away. And uh, I, I, I love helping uh, people and businesses and uh, individuals launch their podcasts. So, um, Amazing. Yeah, and, I, I, and doing stuff like this. This is great. We wouldn't, we wouldn't be here if it weren't for him. Let's just, let's be honest. Yep. Because no one knows how to use any of these things. <laughs> but I might be in the Marshalls, though. I just wouldn't be with... On, on air. You wouldn't be able to Facebook no. Live right now? No, I would not be able to Facebook Live. Um, we should go live right now. We are. We're, all We're live. live. Wave. We're live. We're live. Wings live. live. We should go live right now. Oh, good. So He's tagging all of us. Yep. Yes, your nice. peeps can see. So Ming's on it. So today we're doing something of a little bit of a collaboration. I saw something online yesterday that really moved me. Hi, he's taking a really big close-up. By the way, what do you wear to an Orange Theory podcast with... People that are trainers. I wore gym shorts. <laughs> there are orange sweatshirts, and ours aren't. I was like, I don't know what to wear. So here I am. Here we go. Um, I almost wore my "Live to Live" a la Tootsie uh, hat so that I could be completely on brand with all our guests. Anyway, so I saw something yesterday online that was a almost a spider web of how we all know each other and how we all connect. Because as everybody knows that listens to me on a regular basis, I talk about how. There's so much more to everything that we do than what we see. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to, to, to put that in layman's terms, and I've invited people. We are all completely 100% connected at this table, um, whether it be from where we live, but I actually think it's probably more. So let me tell you a story. Carrie was sitting next to my father on a train, and my father may or may not have picked her up. Correct. <laughs> True. Why he spoke to her, we're unsure, but she's a pretty blonde. She's a pretty blonde. I'm just saying. My father. Okay, yeah. there it is. So that's we how we met her. Carrie. Little did we know yes. that she was who she was. And then Karen with a C went on a date with my husband in high school. <laughs> but we didn't By discover way, that until halfway through knowing her. Yes. Um, but it was we the met greatest her. Phone call ever. It was the, no, sorry, it was like a text exchange, and I can hear them cackling over the text. Yes. And I'm like, "Where are you guys? Yes. Like, we're going into work. We've just put this together." And I'm like, "I get this text. Is your aunt Eileen left at 6:30 in the morning?" I'm like, "Yes." And then it just went. We figured yes. it out. From Luck- there. Luckily, that didn't work out. Just saying. Um, anyways, so Karen with a C. We meet her right away. We were training with her in my basement without knowing that she had dated my husband. Um, or so didn't go out on a second date with my husband, whatever. <laughs> did you walk by like the um, wedding picture and yeah. was like, I know that guy? No, no it was no. a connection we made one on one. We were just like chatting as we're like in her basement, in Marissa's basement, and Karen's like, I'm putting this together. It was like a slow build of slow, of a, slow it a slow together. a slow build. And then we have Josh, who was one of the first people I met. Um, whose beautiful wife is a very dear friend of our first friend down here in Monmouth County. And yet, what we really have all in common is, other than these personal connections, are this professional desire to make magic for other people. Um, so, with that said, Karen. And I met Lori, and by the way, I should mention that I also met Lori separate from Karen when I started going to Orange Theory in Middletown. Yes, she was my first teacher. She was one of my first yeah, teachers, and I didn't know they were partners and had this whole other business. So, 
it, and she was one of my favorite teachers that I found at Orange Theory. Oh, great. So it was like one of those it things where all of a sudden okay. you're like, it all, it, it all, all these connects. people I love love each other, which and is like an awesome then, thing to experience. Josh has been on Carrie's podcast. Carrie launched our podcast. I've been on I've yours. I've been on yours. Josh and Karen and Lawyer are now partnering. <laughs> what else? What did we miss? Anything? Josh and I partnered. And then yeah, and and Karen Ming and Josh partnered. Oh, and yeah. Ming is the magic behind all yeah, of them. Yeah, yes, Ming's interviewed us all. We've all been in Ming's studio. <laughs> yes. I mean, there's pretty capacity. much nothing we haven't all discussed. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So we're done here then? So we're yeah, we're so done. Good. Bye. Bye. <laughs> so anyways, I'm going to focus a little bit on, or mostly, on, on Karen and Lori's big adventure because single-handedly they have rocked my household specific and, and, and even more so Jamie's household and several others. Um, actually, we can start working on everybody else around here. Um, <laughs> as, we, as we tell everyone in the world we need to be eating clean, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's start from the beginning. Lori, what did you want to be when you grew up, when you were little? The first thing that comes to my mind yes. has nothing to do with what I'm doing now. Exactly. I totally wanted to be an archaeologist. I wanted to go to Egypt and dig up, like, mummies. <laughs> I swear to God. I was obsessed with Egypt. Like, like Ross. Yeah. yeah like, no, no, that's paleontology. Oh, I saw well, Yeah, similar. right. No, that's dinosaurs. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to go, like, you, you know, and find the artifacts people. in Egypt. Like, I wanted to go to the pyramids. Like, that's what I wanted to do. I remember, like... I don't know, maybe being in second or third grade and you had to draw your picture of what you want to be when you grew up. My mom probably still has it and it was me as an archaeologist. It's my little curls and... I love that. That's funny. Karen, what about you? So I wanted to be a vet which is so funny because I you really dogs. don't like animals. You hate dogs. <laughs> I don't know what I was... Hysterical. I know. Well, you I know. Dogs. I like cats. I'm a cat person. Mm, That's okay. unfortunate. Yeah. Um, okay. I have to agree with her on that. We are done Okay. So... Now, considering you wanted to be an archaeologist and you wanted to be a vet, I'd like to segue into an honest question. What would be your first job that you remember? Mine? Yeah. My, oh, my yeah, real your, first like job real when first I was like 15? Yeah, that's yeah. it. I worked in a tanning salon. Yes. I cleaned awesome. tanning beds. Mm-hmm. That's know, what I did. Does this really shock any of us? It was no, the it boringest job. No, it doesn't surprise job. me. <laughs> It does not surprise okay. me. That's why, why you work. Is that why at... you didn't give David second date? <laughs> yeah, right. She, she's like, I'm busy cleaning tanning beds. <laughs> I was. It was such a boring job. Um, I worked at Coors Frozen Custard on the Point Pleasant oh, Beach. Oh, I love Coors Frozen. Custard. That was my first job. Yep. We, so the you orange served. I served. You served soft serve. ice cream. Interesting. I did. I was fourteen. I always wanted to. What about you, Josh? Yeah. What was your first job? <laughs> first job, probably food related. I mean, yeah. I think I was a bus boy, or. Want to be waiter at a little Italian restaurant, a little pizza joint around the corner from my house. I could ride my bike to it. Yep, perfect. Uh, so that was, I think, my first real non-family gig. What's your family business? Uh, my family's been in the food business for the better part of my life for about mm-hmm. 36, 37 years. Uh, they've had um, some version of some sort of deli market. Hence uh, Deli Boy, there it is. Uh, business for, I basically grew up in the business, so... Outside of those jobs, you know, where I'd go with my dad and my brothers to put newspapers together and stock shelves and things at four in the morning at the market, that was sort of the, the first intro to the business. Got it. What about you, Carrie? What was your so, first job? I was a key girl at Big Mammoth Beach Club, so I used to give out the keys, and I sat there for 12 hours a day. <laughs> um, but my most memorable one is five years at the Lighthouse, Strollo's Italian. Ah. Ice. So I did a lot of ice cream. We got a, we got a couple custard. And we custard and ices. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Ming, Ming, what was your first job? Uh-oh, here he comes. Uh, I worked at a fast food fish restaurant, um, frying fish <laughs> and making french fries. It was... Uh, <laughs> 
I mean, it wasn't. We got glam- some real clean eaters in this. Yeah, it wasn't bunch, glamorous. Right? But ice cream fries, <laughs> ice cream fries, ices. It, uh, it built character, and uh, I'm, I'm glad. It. I'm glad I did it. Hey, it. listen, I served a lot of French fries too. If it weren't for all those French fries, I don't think I would have been able to buy my first car. <laughs> Um, that's true. It's a perfume. You can't ki- you can't get rid of it by Saturday. Um, are there any highlights from working on the boardwalk or those original jobs that you? Oh God, that was that a you, great job. Right. What do you What I do you mean, think like, you have from that? Because if I wasn't working, I was there hanging out with my friends. Like that's where we went. Like yeah, it was we like would get hangout. dropped off at the boardwalk and we'd hang out. We'd walk the boardwalk and do our thing and that's what you did growing up uh, you know where I grew up and we've all know, seen the show <laughs> yeah I, I, a little bit north <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now. <laughs> different yeah. world believe it or not um, so just great memories it's just funny really because solid to memories. interject for a second there before we say this to you Karen and ask this question to you one of the things we talk to people about every day in our job is who are you and your group of friends right who are you so that you can tap into the things that you're good at as a human being and bring that to your work, right? So I think it's so interesting that a lot of us probably share a similar story that your first job is like where you were like working with your friends, right? So for me, I worked at Friendly's, Mm -hmm. scooping ice cream like the rest of us. And, but it was because my best friend was the hostess and my other best friend was the waitress and we were all there together. So it was like, from a very early age, you find places that make you bring you joy. And when you're 15, it's because you're with your friends. And now we can all kind of relate that we've started doing something in our lives that bring us joy in a different way. But also tapping into who we are as, like, fundamental humans and what we love to do for others, yeah. right? That's probably why I didn't make it at the bagel store that right. long. Right. You didn't have any friends there. Nope. You didn't like it there. Moved to the luncheonette. <laughs> uh, but your friends all worked at the luncheonette. Did. It was fair. It was literally, like, out of a show. Yep. Can I just say also that based on everyone's job descriptions and everything, we are leaning really hard into this Jersey thing. Yeah. The boardwalk and the beach yeah. club. Yeah. And the fr- like, yeah. this is like This is true Jersey. 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 And that's where, that's where <laughs> yeah. you know, I moved up and worked at Martell's at when I was of age to be able to serve alcohol, you know? So it was like, I, my teenage years and all through college, like, my jobs were on that boardwalk and at the Jersey Shore. And I lifeguarded and you worked on the beach and that's just what you did. And it was... Some of the greatest memories. One of you know, the major really reasons is. we moved our family I, here. I know Karen's yeah. not originally from here, and we'll give her a pass, but I, <laughs> I have always said that Long Island in girl, New Jersey, people are who they are, and they're never t- pretending to be anything they're not. That's the best part about they're New as Jersey. as authentic as it gets, yep. which is what I've always loved about collectively New Jersey people. Okay, so obviously you're not still doing what you set out to do. <laughs> You're no longer serving soft serve. I'm no longer serving soft serve or beer for that matter. And, and, <laughs> and normally we would spend a lot of time on like where you went and like how, what was your first real job out of college and all of that jazz. But I think in this particular case, I'd love to think about at what point in your life did your career turn toward fitness and away from custard? And, a, and away from, <laughs> and away, and away from custard and away from like, I love it. Like, you know, as you, as we all grow up in these environments and whether it's because our family business or who who we are as people or whatever we were doing you get to a point where you start to decide like what you want to be yeah. when you grow up right yeah. so when did your kind of light bulb moment happen you know i was always an athlete and i loved being in the athletic training room not because i was injured but because like i loved that atmosphere mm-hmm. and and that's what i went to school for i actually am a certified athletic trainer right out of college 
So you went to college for it. Like you knew I going did. I went to college. college, but I also taught fitness classes all through this, like to make extra money and personal train on the side. So ever since I was 18, I've been in the fitness world, mm-hmm. teaching classes on the side, hustling up, hustling on the side, um, and private training people for extra money because that's just what you did. Athletic trainers don't make a whole lot of money. So, but I loved what I was doing. So it was like I loved being in that world, being with the athletes, and just it was uh, fitness is always in my life. And it just evolved. I mean, it evolved from the age of like 18, becoming that trainer, and I'm still in it now, and I'm in it, you know, because I love it, and I love helping people. Mm-hmm. So mine started with, uh, right before I went to college, I said, Mom, I don't want to go to college, I want to be a personal trainer. And she was like, absolutely not, you're going to go into advertising. So I did what my mom said, because that's what you did. Went off to college, studied advertising, was in advertising, I loved it. It was super, super fun when you were young, and you were just in there with production, I loved all of it. And then as I went on, and I was promoted, and had to deal with the clients and it just became a different job and one night I remember we were late get paid nothing and everyone was freaking out because the print was going out and there was no period at the end of the sentence and I was like I'm out I can't do this anymore I'm done I'm going back and I always love fitness so I went and got myself certified in personal training I stayed I started doing both I hustled I went in the morning from 5 to 7 by the way side hustle is like the definition of a fitness person Like you have to side hustle yeah and so, most of you start in that way where you're doing it like on the side yep. while you're figuring Absolutely. it out. Yeah. Absolutely. And we still do it. I still yeah. just have, you know, private clients just for the extra cash. You just, you just yeah. do. Yeah. Um, so I just started getting, I got certified. I still hustled in the morning. I worked at night. I still was in advertising all day. And then I finally just gave it up when it started to build up and I re- realized I could make a career out of it. And it just kind of went from there and it just kept evolving. And like that's, Lori and I's life kept evolving, right? We went from these, you know, we were single, then we're married. Now you have kids. So now we have this fitness thing, but now we have kids. So what do we do? So you wake up early and you train while your husband's taking care of your kids. You're with them all day. You start creating stroller classes. She did it here. I did it in Hoboken so you could do it with your kids because we were moms. And that's how we adapting it. Yeah, Yeah. and I started, I actually started teaching one of her stroller classes when I moved from Hoboken to here. Had to rebuild my career again because that's what you do. You don't just move and commute. You have to recreate every time. And I started, I hooked up with her and I didn't even meet her. I was teaching her classes, didn't even know her. And then I just, we started talking and then someone came to her about running in her group. And then it went into, we were running coaches together. And then I had a group of girls that said, hey, what do you do for nutrition? I put together a small thing. We started talking about it. We collaborated. Yeah. We put together we a both had our separate program. Thing. We both had our separate but it was thing. This, we were and parallel. It, together. it was interesting. We were both doing the same thing in parallel lives. And we finally crossed when we finally had a conversation. We put it together. You connected in the web. Yep. We did. We connected in the, the web. web. Yep. And then, you know, shrink your body, grow your mind is six years later. But it was small. It was a small little fun thing with like a group of like 12 girls that wanted to lose weight. It was a hobby. It started yeah. It started as let's make some extra cash totally. and we have our kids and they're still in preschool and they're growing and it, it, we evolved with our clients. Yep. Mm-hmm. They wanted a boot camp, we gave them a boot camp. Yep. They wanted nutrition, we gave them nutrition. And all of a sudden we had, you know, 150 pages on paper and we're like, oh. God, like yeah, but this is Lori. This Lori's is... like, we're gonna write a book, and I was like, ah, 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 that seems so overwhelming. And she just held on tight. Like I was like, I'm not doing this. And she was like, she kept bringing it up and bringing it up. And as we were getting bigger with the challenges, and we had all this stuff in writing, she's like, Karen. And then she finally got in touch with somebody. We went to this really great retreat. No, together. It, it fell again. It fell in our lap. Yeah. So we were at this this mastermind retreat, and one of the coaches there actually, two of the coaches there, started a self publishing company. 
And I was like, the light bulb went on, and I'm like, mm-hmm. we're doing this. So she actually called the woman, had a full conversation with her, and then she called me and told me what we were doing. <laughs> I love it. I'm really Let's getting very a peek. clear. What I'm getting happened. a real peek into your partnership now, kids. You got it. Uh, I got it. I got it. Um, I love that. And what love about it. what about you, Carrie? I know. I want to just bring you in here, like um, when when we what. what what was the original question that Actually, we, we went you know off what? on a, on no, a tangent, hold on. though? I want to say a couple you, things. Like your job now. Your job so, now. So, so Carrie... Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Marissa. You can so say it. Let me, let me web this together because that seems to be like kind of the theme. So Carrie has a podcast and also a business oh. where she helps people innovate um, and, and create their brands. Um, her podcast is called Brand Groupies. Her business is called Brand, Brand Groupies. And one of the things that I wanted to say is when we started our podcast, we were focusing on the career aspect, but we also wanted to pull out people that had inspiration because so many of us, you know, I like to celebrate the regular person, okay? You know, I don't get an Academy Award for getting up and helping people go to work every day. We don't get slaps on the back for anything being, you know, regular, living our regular lives. And I feel like there's a lot of podcasts out there that celebrate people doing something amazing, like starting Peloton, which good for them. I'm happy for them. But what about the rest of us that just bought a Peloton? Didn't go to Harvard <laughs> you know, Business School or, or, and I don't mean, have really the rich friends. Just or trying to hustle. Didn't give them the money. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Kudos, sorry, yes. sorry about not having all those things. We're out we here. We do just love doing... you, Guy Raz, though. We do yes. love you. <laughs> so I love that yeah. you help the people that are trying to make magic in a, in a more mm-hmm. local way. And then I wanted to focus, and Jamie and I wanted to focus on people in a career that were doing their thing. And then we realized that there were people doing stuff that had inspiration that I wanted to grab, but not necessarily showcase their brand, per mm-hmm. se. Which is why I wanted today to happen. Yeah. Because our what's the word, historically, has been a little bit more about, like, the actual word and the inspiration that person brings to everybody else. In this particular case... Our word, hustle, applies to each and every one of you, right? But I wanted to tie you in because truthfully, showcasing a clean cut or showcasing a deli boy or showcasing the dream cashers is really your jam. Mm -hmm. So when did you decide that hustling full-time and part-time and inspiring hustle and others was going to be your career? Okay. No pressure. That's a <laughs> no big pressure. question. That was a large buildup. <laughs> well, I, I think it dates back when I was um, a PR director for fashion brands um, back in the city. And I said, that's it. I think it was one night where I said, I can't do it anymore. I can't go to all these parties and keep up with these young PR girls. And so um, I was pregnant with my second uh, son, and these my kids. my uh, my <laughs> neighbor said, kids. <laughs> they, do. "They really do." Um, you know, let's start our own business, and that's when we launched Frolic Play Space. And I remember I was working full time, and I was like doing my side hustle, like 8 p.m. to 1 a.m. every single night. I was on my laptop. I had like a one-year-old; they're 18 months apart, so they were like you know one and two or a newborn. And uh, so that really hit me. Where we did it for two years, I never. I never went to business school. I never did anything, um, you know, thinking I would have my own business. And then when we did it and we launched it, I thought, oh, my gosh, like, I, I, you know, I really learned that the side hustle, if you want something bad enough, you can, you know, make it happen. And I think when that parlayed into brand groupies, I see, I love helping entrepreneurs with a PR, having that PR mindset, like seeing their potential. I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, you are amazing. Like, I, you, if you just do this, this, and this, I can help get you to the next level. And I just see their potential. And I always say to, you know, be the Mick Jagger of your industry, like, just kill it and, like, have all those fans and cult-like following. And I, I see it. I see the, which is so smart. the, I see 
you the vision. So, and sometimes I get more excited about people's brands than they do. I'm like, oh my God, you're this. Can you see why we bonded? Can you see why we bonded? Like, and like, I'll like text people at night. You should do that. Like, I get so excited and I just love helping people see their vision and just becoming the best version of themselves. And like, you can do this. Like, you absolutely can make it happen if you want it bad enough and you have the passion. So, hustle it. Hustle, hustle. Hustle. Hashtag hustle yeah Josh what does hustle mean to you <laughs> this guy you have hustles. some time well yeah this, this guy hustles yeah uh, hustle is, is delivering food to all of our houses it's delivering food to all our houses yeah. yes <laughs> Um, the time frame between five and eight. Between five and eight. <laughs> All of a sudden, he's like, four and nine. <laughs> yeah. I'll be there I'll, at 10. At some yeah. point you're in not, the day, you'll get it. You're on Monday night at 11. Yeah. It's fine. This week. We're this week, you'll get it. We're all Brussels sprouts at 10 anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hustle, that's an interesting question. I mean, they're similar situation like home, kids, wife works, I work. You know, there's, there's, a, there's an aspect of where... It's, there's the job, you know, you do your job, you come home, you pay your bills, you have kids, you shuffle them to activities and things like that. And that's just sort of everyday life. And then there's a fulfillment aspect of it, which is you can, if you're, happy, if you're lucky enough to do something for work that you absolutely love, then great. Um, but if you're looking for something more, or you're looking for something that's your own, and then you do this, you start to do this thing, which could be like a hobby, and you, you put more energy and equity into it. And then you end up doing... Uh, your job and then this other thing and then this other thing starts to grow as you put more energy into it which turns into you know that it's called hustle now but it's I don't know that I ever defined it that way it was just it's it's become the word that you assign yeah. to it yeah uh, you know side hustle thing it was just this is how you put food on the table literally and figuratively uh, this is what you did, is what you did. Mm -hmm. um, so the it's it turned into this hustle aspect because now you have this full-time job and you do this other thing that's slowly becoming another full-time job. Right. And the ba and the <laughs> challenge is... Yes. We were yeah. job again. And the challenge, <laughs> yes. And the challenge becomes, you know, you want it, do you want to put the energy into it that you think it needs and it should have, but at the same time, you can't ha uh, neglect this other part of your life, whether it's your other job or your family life. Like, these two yeah. things have to live together and then you have friends that say to you hey Josh I think you need to talk to our friends Karen and Lori for sure right it so was. we just make we make connections we you make you sleep people. less you, got, you guys are doers Listen, yeah. you, you say it and all of a sudden it's like Correct. a connection text you know what we are <laughs> we're dream catchers <laughs> we help people catch their dreams I dropped there the mic is. but I think Ming would be upset with me <laughs> yeah yeah right. drop the mic drop the mic <laughs> Yeah, so, so, I mean, yes, the idea is you want to do all these things and you don't want to say no to partnerships or right. uh, ideas that make sense for what you're doing. At the same time, the, idea, the hustle for me means figuring out a way to do all of those to things to get it done without sacrificing something else, some other part of your life. Chris, you know what, Christine, here's our sign-in sheet if you want. We have a class at Orange Theory coming out. And we'd love for folks to subscribe to our podcast and then also get a chance to enter all of these awesome prizes. Because all of our all of our Which I'm going to have to say a few more times because we have a, some traffic right. now coming here out. Here comes the traffic from Orange Theory. How do we do? How was class? You got your burn. You got your burn. You did it. Did it catch you? Don't worry. You're just live. We're live podcasting right now, so feel free to sweatily walk through our <laughs> camera. Sweatily. Is sweatily word? Nope. Sweatily. Sweat. Sweat. Not a word. It's, it's a great, great word. It could be. Karen, totally changed the dictionary. <laughs> Karen and Lori, you inspire so many people. So interestingly enough, I learned a word 
um, last week, and I'm abusing this word, and I'm going to abuse it proudly right now. The word is called micro-influencer. Carrie, would you like to explain what a micro-influencer? Wait, first of all, the quote that we saw, which is, is such a cool quote, which is what inspired this particular thought process, which is you don't need to be an influencer to make an influence. So obviously we're all living in this world. Carrie can speak to this yeah. even more so about being Help a yourself. PR person. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come, come in, come oh, in. Yeah. Just um, be, don't be afraid. We're just live. We're just live. <laughs> um, and, you know, we're in this world now of influencers yeah, and bloggers and people get having it, thousands of followers. Yeah. You know, and just because we're not quote, an influencer... In, like, the world doesn't mean we're not making an oh, influence yeah. in our communities, right? And in, in our micro-influencer <laughs> way. So right. if you can go ahead and so speak to that. So did she answer? Because I was directing yeah. on the lentils. <laughs> um, so micro-influence means These that we're making a big impact, Please yes. right? Yes. And, yeah. and I think all of us have spent the last few years hoping that, you know, we would have a Beyonce moment when the truth is, is we're really making a lot of impact right here in our own backyards. And it starts small, right? Yes. I was going to say my favorite quote is by Seth Godin who says, you know, find the smallest viable market. And I say that to all of my clients. Like, you know, if you're trying to, um, you know, reach an audience all over the U.S., like why why not start where you are, like your school, your network, your, you know, Monmouth County. Like everyone in Monmouth County should know who you are before you're going out, you know, depending on what your and business is. And that's what is. we're all working to do, Everyone right? in Shrewsbury should know Orange Theory before, you know, I'm just saying, yeah. like, you really focus and, like, make sure that you're a household name in your smallest viable market and, like, just kill it, make it, make such an impression to those people that they're going to talk about you. Yeah, and I think for a lot of us, you know, we relocated here, a lot of us, right? So I was in Hoboken. We have people that come down from the city. We have people that come from a different town. And you put your roots in a town, and then you're like, all right, I'm here. Like, this is it. Um, this is where I'm raising my family. And this is where I'm going to create the name for myself, right? And I think we can all relate to that a little bit. Um, and I think we're all micro-influencers that way. And we're getting to a point where we're not just micro-influencers anymore. Orange um, Theory guests, as you leave, I think you would like to hear the next question. We're live on our podcast, The Dreamcatchers. Um, and I want to I want to ask um, Karen and Lori, we're your coaches. We're some cool stuff today, too. By the way, good job on Catch Me If You Can. I missed it today because I'm here. Instead, so Karen and Lori, you inspire so many people with what you do to be their best selves, as you would call, as we would call it, you're light workers in your very own ways. Can you talk about your philosophy a bit? What is it that you are preaching, and what are you teaching? And and by the way, I should mention, Marissa and I both went through your program. I have, as of this morning, lost 23 pounds Woo! since January. Wow. I get emotional. I'm sorry I'm live, but it's just, it's very emotional because I've always struggled with my weight. And because of these guys, I was able to finally do it. And there's, there's just, there was no reason I didn't do it. And it was because of them, because of this place, because of his food, and because of support of the people around me. So what are you, and sorry, and Marissa lost this. a lot of weight too, but... I had more to lose. <laughs> I had way more to lose. Thank you. My kid's three and a half, and I was like, oh, my God, it's baby weight. Like, um, I'm like, and I was working out like five days a week, and nothing was working, and I was coming here and running my ass off on this treadmill and lifting weights, and I was like, it's, and going to Tootsie's classes, and I, it wasn't coming off. So what you have taught us is so important. So what is it that you are preaching? I would love to hear you tell the world, well, our I listeners. Think, I think what you just said is, is key to what we are preaching is that it's real. It, it's not just calories in, calories out. 
it's emotional, it's physical, it's mental, it's your life, and it's balance. Balance. Mm-hmm. It's balance. The word that comes to my mind always is balance, right? There's no, there's no blueprint for this. You have to find your way. You have to find what works for you. And there's room. There's room to have fun. There's room to be social. There's room. And you learn how to live in that space. And if you're so strict and you don't have any wiggle room, you're never going to succeed. So I think that being balanced and having room gives you, gave you that mindset to go, wait, I can have that. I just can't have this. And by the way, so I'm obviously spreading this to all the people I love, but you could just give us like a snapshot, Lori, of like what your, I don't want to call it a diet, your lifestyle entails. It's not a diet. So I'm always like, no carbs, no sugar, you know, like, and I do like the quick rundown, but I'd love to hear it in your words, what it is that you preach and you believe that obviously works. Yeah. Were you going to say something, Russell? Yeah, I was going to say that we live, you you get us all in a room, right? We're outside a parking lot. And (laughs) our conversations these days, I mean, my conversations when when I'm in or out of Manhattan is career, what we do with our lives, right? And then basically the rest of it is we're talking about children, food, and what you're eating and not eating, right? Because that's what your 30s and 40s and 50s are all about. Where when you're 22, you're like, where'd you go to college? What do you do? Now it's so much, your, your topic conversation, it's so I just went to my 20-year right college reunion, GASP, this weekend. I swear, I think 70% of what we talked about is how do you look like, what are you doing, what have you done? Right. right? And your because new appliances just, or something. Yes. I yes, swear yes, God, like, makes right. you so happy. And then <laughs> le- <laughs> And what did you do to your forehead? But that's not relevant exactly. to this conversation. <laughs> um, but I, I think... What did you do? <laughs> what did you do? What didn't you do to your what forehead? What did right. you inject into your face? Yes. And also, what are you eating? Yes. So, but my point is, is so many people are on all these fads, you know, and I, I resisted, I resisted. I don't, I'm not someone that goes with the crowd. I like to do my own thing always. And what I think made so much impact for me, for you guys is yes, I can say it's a lifestyle. It's not a diet. That's true. But I think it was, you looked at me dead in the face and said, I drink alcohol, which guess what? So do I. They have their coffee. And they have their coffee as they see fit. So then all of a sudden, you, realize, you got me. Those, those were my magic that, words. Like, yeah. If I can have tequila and coffee, I'll do whatever else you say. Like, it literally <laughs> right. was like, that's all I need to know. And because you, you look at these diets, and it's like, you can have this, you can have that. You and it's all these eliminate. people walking around with the big no. And so I'm not a knower. Like. I'm a yeser. <laughs> so with that said, yeah. I like to feel like I can say yes. So share share in you know in some sort of constructive way without me interrupting you um, your mindset you know I think you you sort of you, what I want to say right now is no I'm getting emotional <laughs> is because you get it and that's yeah. what we say we're like you get it you are a clean cut you are a clean cut yeah, we, and I it. think the difference in our program than I'm all clean the other cut pro- I'm your yeah, clean cut I'm approved, approved. Stamp. I need a stamp all the other programs out there right how many are out there how many of these big names are out there you know let's do keto let's do paleo let's do this let's do that we're not we're not any of that. We're a little bit of everything, and it works. It's balanced, right? So it's like, I like my wine. She likes her tequila. Um, we do. I do. Um, yeah. And you can still have that. Do I have a slice of pizza on Friday nights with my kids? Absolutely, I do. But I don't have three anymore. And maybe I have a slice with a salad. And the next day, I don't have a bacon, egg, and cheese for breakfast. It's real life. It's, it's about a- choices, right? Like, I think I'm going to just jump in. Okay. It's, it's about your choices, right? So I, whenever I have a new client or someone that calls me that's on the program, I always start off, what are your loves? I want to keep them in. 
Let's figure out how we can keep those in your life and get to the, the goal weight that you want to be and still enjoy life and not feel like you're depriving yourself. Not feel like you can't go out, that you have to hibernate because you're on a diet. Like, it just, that's not life. That's right. not sustainable. It's still work. Listen yeah. to me. I'm not going to no, lie, right? It's everything's still, work. It's still clean. You, well, you have to break a lot of old fabrics. You do. You do. Right, so the definition of clean eating, right, because that is really the framework of your brand, is eliminating what? Eliminating all the crap, right? So you're eliminating all the processed stuff. Think about the grocery store. Think about the center of the grocery store. I want you to shop the perimeter of the grocery store. Think about what's in the center. It's I just all, say eat out of your fridge, not your cabinet. Eat out of your fridge, right? Mm-hmm. So That's it's, clean. It's if it's coming out of your processed. refrigerator, most yep. likely it's clean. Right, right. Low so if sugar. you're always grabbing from the cabinet, then you're going to open a package, which is processed. I mean, you're teaching granted. us to be European. Yeah, but yes. like, I mean, like these. That sounds lovely. Like, yes. These little packages here, these are great, and everyone's getting it now, right? Like this is not processed. No, this is a great. This is my friend. This is my friend's company, Pro Chi. Pro we'll Pro talk Chi. about that in the middle. These it's a lentil idea. crunch. It's so easy. It's now. like a crunchy lentil, really fast plug for her. What is it exactly? It's so a Kim Baker food. She's my one of my roommates from college. She's a chef. She's amazing and a million things. And by also the way, this is not in the, this is not in the fridge. It's in the cabinet. No. But because of people like you, we have learned to read this label. Yes, and understand and I can what it read looks this like. label and know that Karen and Lori would support that if I were to eat this entire bag for a crunch, I would feel very happy and satisfied and would not be breaking any rules. Right. Right. And three months ago, we would get a picture of that. We would get a picture and they would say, can we have this? And now they look at it and they've learned. I know the the answer is yes or no. You know the answer is yes. You could look at that and you know your own answer. Yesterday, I did a taste test in my office with Maris. Hi, Maris. Mm -hmm. And we looked at her bar and my bar. Her bar had 75 things in it. Was one that I sent you a picture of that, that I found at Costco that was just like a seed and nut based bar good. with like maple syrup and that as a sweetener and I think that was really it. Mm-hmm. Um, and what was she eating? I forget the name. I don't of know. That she one. was eating a lot of oses and dextrose. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there There's X's. Like, there were oses. There was OSEs and garbage. artificial garbage. In but it. it had protein. Yeah, of pro- that's the problem with the the right. packaging. So a lot of marketing people have come in and messed with all of our minds. Yep. You and know, the one thing I feel is super important that. If anyone's going to take anything away from this um, that I'm super passionate about is sugar. Mm-hmm. And we really focus on low sugar. And I'm not just talking about weight loss. I'm talking about disease. Right. And I'm talking about there is an epidemic in the 40s right now. I'm in the middle of it of cancer. And cancer feeds on sugar. Yeah. And there is not it just does. breast cancer. There's not just skin cancer there you name it and I could name you five people that are battling different cancers right now in my age group women men and I strongly believe it has something to do with how we ate growing up what we're eating and I feel like it's just too coincidental that that we're in this epidemic and sugar yeah cancer feeds on sugar yeah. mm-hmm. and, so, and chemicals right and process things I mean that's what yeah. we could get into a whole conversation about allergens yeah. and like why things are, are now allergens that were never around when we were kids yeah. Yeah, I think absolutely. it's I'm a big believer in that it's partially the things that we ate growing up yep. and the amount of Twinkies I ate growing up mm-hmm. yeah yodels I was a ring dinger. were you eating those on the boardwalk the hostess cupcake with the off the middle, boardwalk with the middle and <laughs> the crumb cake the Drake, Drake's coffee cake yeah. You know, um, and it's so sort of it, it's it's scary. It is scary. It's, it's scary. scary. And you know, just you know, eating clean is just it's not. You're still eating now. I love it. Karen says this all the time. She goes, "You're still eating. You're just just eating change what you're eating." You like they're like, "Oh my god!" So, so what I crap. always say, what I always say is when people ask me like, "What is it that you did? Like, how is it different?" I'd say, 
What I realized like so clearly is I was never eating poorly. Mm-hmm. I wasn't eating well. Right. If okay. that makes sense. Yep. So like that's great. I was eating a whole wheat pasta ziti on a Friday night and Saturday morning still having the toast with my egg whites. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, okay, so maybe it's just a matter of eliminating that one piece of toast and having a half of avocado instead mm-hmm. with the egg whites. Mm-hmm. And slowly but surely and eliminating like three servings of fruit in like four hours. And all of a sudden you're like, oh my it God. Shifts. Like get, it was like, you get a shift. It wasn't that I was eating badly. I just was never eating well. Right. And it's, it's, it's crazy. Le- it's yeah. learning. It's just learning a yeah. new habit. And again, you're still eating, right? And everyone's like, oh, the prep, the prep, the prep. Well, it's so easy now, and you don't have to prep for a week. You it's, can you can use Deli Boy. So Deli, yes. actually, use Deli Boy. There so wait, wait. I want to say this because this, by the way, this was this was I did this secretly, not secretly, but I did it under the like radar. How it happened? How it happened? Of was you. Or, as organic as it gets. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you start to hear like prep and like no toast and like you know you can't. Like, what am I supposed to eat? And someone like me, I implode when there's too much stuff I just shut off we're like I love to cook so I'm like making 70 meals I'm yeah, giving and, her and half everything like, about Jamie I'm not, there's no one I love more <laughs> on the planet about Jamie like in the world than Jamie as everyone knows and every other word out of my mouth is Jamie <laughs> but when Jamie gets into like real Jamie place I go away like <laughs> I'm my husband tag out Tootsie and all my friends call me just like hashtag Jamie I'm just like, like Jamie <laughs> next level like and I and I get like Jamie oversensitized <laughs> so it's like a, like, I don't know what it is. It's like a, a whatever. She's like, how much tuna are you making? I wait, like, I have wait, to buy my tuna. Wait, where did you get the onions? How much are you chopping? <laughs> I like disintegrate, okay? So anyway, I quietly decide I'm going to do the clean cut program. I'm doing it alone. I tell nobody because that's what I do, okay? I speak about nothing out loud except on the podcast. Silent. I walk around in silence. We are with my opposite. own noise. People are like, "Are you guys the same?" Is this I'm true? Like, no, no, we are not twins. Same. As I like have a megaphone. No. Not all things. I am an internal mess. <laughs> anyway, like, this is what so I'm doing. I decide I'm going to do it, and the next thing you know, Jamie and a few of our other friends decide to do it too, and I am freaking out. <laughs> Because I know that they are going to do all the things. It's going to be a collective adventure to Whole Foods, and I'm going to sweat <laughs> and freak out, and I can't do it. I didn't know this. So I, oh, this is real. Oh, this, is, this is awesome. <laughs> so I have a fight, like a text fight, which probably saved somewhere to make fun of me, where I say that I'm out. I can't deal with any of it. Tagging And out. I, I'm not sharing. I don't want to share with any of them. I, like, get grumpy and growled myself, make my own tuna. So what did you decide to do for prep? So anyway... I did the prep the first couple weeks, which, by the way, to anybody subscribing to Clean Cut, which is not a diet, it's a lifestyle, prep is just a tool. It's like a training. It's a mental guideline to get your brain into the right place. You thank you. I love you too. You don't need to worry about all this crap. Carrie's right. so proud of us. We're like so on brand right now. Like we're like brand. Carrie's like a wisdom, like a wisdom, like yeah, on she's her. She's like nodding. She's like they get it. Like they they're such like good branding. They're branding each other. So it works. You don't. You need to go through certain steps. By the way, nutrition and eating is very similar to career and job search. And I talk about this with Karen a lot, that it's a very emotional journey. And you realize when someone's looking for a job that it's tied to a lot of really personal crap that I may or may not be interested in hearing, but I hear it anyway. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay? And food uncorks a lot of that stuff. So your relationship with food and how you handle it and your time management, which, by the way, I'm a hot mess express because I do a 1,000 things a day. Actually, I've done a 1,000 things and it's 10 o'clock. 
So my point is, is my relationship with food was challenged by time management. And when I heard too much noise, I shut down. And I didn't make choices that were good choices. I made haphazard, frenetic choices. And it actually matches a lot of the things that I do maybe not so great in my life. So anyway, I tagged out of the group conversation. I followed, the, I followed along. I got very narrow. And then all of a sudden, I had this epiphany. And this was a quiet epiphany. If I just ordered from Deli Boy, <laughs> who's my friend, I could like get proteins a lot side. of the stuff that I needed to do done breakfast. without having to worry about the 700 group texts about all of my friends going to Trader Joe's and Whole Foods on Sunday, which made me want to disintegrate. When truthfully, if you just get your salad, skip the crap in it. That's all. I know. It's but so it's easy. a lot of noise at the beginning. So anyway, easy, yep. and Josh's plan has a lot of things in it that I knew already from my few short weeks were would be clean cut approved. Like, do I need to make my hard boiled egg myself? No. I can do it. But I can have Josh do it. <laughs> and guess what? That makes me feel empowered. When Josh brings me my eggs, I feel yes. Also, she guess what? Guess what? Karen and Lori, makes bacon and yeah, we're allowed Karen to eat and Lori, it. let us have bacon. <laughs> let us. Um, my point is, is bacon is prepared Karen for me. Karen said it's fine. And Karen says it's fine. Everything is Karen said is fine. <laughs> so it's all about you. Anyway, uh, my point is, later. is I started ordering from Josh on the sly, didn't tell anybody about it, and then all of a sudden I was like, wait, I should tell everyone about this because <laughs> I come into the Jamie zone like I'm a little bit late on the Jamie She's zone. Late, late on the uptick. Like She's I like, come, I have like, the idea, oh, I need but to my broadcast. broadcast. Yeah. Well, I'm also yeah. a little bit more selfish than she is, so I was like, I don't know if I want everyone to know this really good idea. <laughs> um, so, P.S. I say to Jamie, by the way, this works. We should tell Karen. We should tell Karen. We should tell Josh. We should have them talk. Blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know, look what happened. It's, it's, it's awesome. awesome. So it's I will awesome. let you guys discuss that now because yeah. that, in honor of Carrie, is a brand local this is collaboration. Like a, like a, like a definition perfect. of a brand groupie right here yeah. for these guys. You know, so it's so funny and that, making this that, that, again, everything comes into play for a reason, right? Mm -hmm. So Karen's always been like... We got to do meal prep. I'm like, I am not cooking food for everybody. I'm not doing this. Right, because I'm that's one of the things. Everyone's like, I want Karen to make meal prep. I'm like, you're out of your mind. Well, I had said to her, that's how a conversation even originally started. I had said to Karen and Lori, like, had you guys ever thought about, like, outsourcing the meal prep or part of it? Because, you know, so many people, that's one of the reasons I'm sure that you guys can speak to this why people don't subscribe. They're like, oh, I just don't have time or to prep Or why they don't succeed. All. Or they right. don't succeed. They right. do so it, they do it, they're all in, and then they go People have off. a meltdown about carrots, right. and then that's yeah. it. Right. So tell us kind of your kind of background <laughs> as to why you decided to think about outsourcing well, and then so how this funny. works. Like, again, it all came together at the right moment in time in the web. In the web. In the web. And Karen was always like, we got to get on this, we got to get on this. I'm like, oh, this is we your game. We had a lot of requests for it. Right. We had a lot and of people asking, like, which one can we order from? Have you tried? Right. Eat clean, bro. Have you yeah. tried? I even, well, I've even we tried HelloFresh and all that. We were and getting it's them delivered. We were trying to figure it out. And you didn't like any out. of the food. It was too, just wasteful, right? and it yes. didn't match our belief. It didn't match. It didn't match clean cut. It wasn't matching our belief, and we right. couldn't. We we couldn't really say to anybody that was part of our program, "This is what you should do. This is the perfect fit." And then Josh and I got on the phone and we talked, and he sounded exactly like my cousin. And I was like, "Am I on the phone with my cousin?" Which was really weird. <laughs> and then very quickly the next day, you're like, "I'm doing a quick photo shoot. If you want to come." And I was like, "You know what? I'm going to go. I have time." And, I'm, and on, I the, on the back end, I'm like, uh, "She's like, I don't, she's like I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening. You deal with that. You deal with that." I'm like, okay. You're with the editor. Yeah. So you were <laughs> you doing that. Yeah. And that is one reason I have to say why I feel like this right here is a perfect scenario of partnership because we're strong in different things. Yeah. Exactly. Totally. And. 
what I get nervous about, she's not, and vice versa. 100%. Look at us. Look at us. Same, thing. same thing, right? So that's why it's like we're, I just, it's love our relationship. Yes, we do. So, yes. yeah, so that's, so go ahead. So I, I met him, it was great, and then I said, no, I need to try your food. I can't, I can't <laughs> say that you should do this food. So I just, he gave me a code, I went through, I ordered a bunch of food, just how I would order it. And I loved it. Oh, well, and I was remember, in, I was hooked. I walk in her house and she goes, you gotta try this. I know, I was like, gotta try this. <laughs> what, was, what was the thing that you felt that, what was the thing that unhooked What was you? the hook? Do you remember what you tried? For, his, um, it, for me, it for was you? the, it was the, it was uh, Brussels sprouts. Oh, yeah. And the Those chicken sprouts. strips and the steak. And the steak. The steak because was so good. I had one thing you love that you couldn't find on his menu the other day that you were like freaking out about. Curry thing. Oh, the chana masala. You got to bring that back. On a Friday, oh, you however, get your I menu link, get, and you're like, what's on? But I did get the bean chicken chili this week, and it's phenomenal. Everything I had was delicious. Everything I've had has been consistent. And I say that to him all the time, and I'll say it to your face. I think that that is key. You nail that perfect spot where you could eat it cold, or you could heat it up, and every week, it's exactly the same. I'm not like, eh, I loved it this week. Mm, don't like it. So it's trusted. It's clean. And he listened. So we had a really long conversation conversation about what we use as ingredients and what our beliefs are. And he was like, listen, I'm not going to pretend I know. I know how to cook and I know what I use, but I'm open. And I was like, great. So and a lot of your stuff was already clean. Already. Doing, oh, I mean, correct? it was like such small, it wasn't even like things we were changing. I was always like, you just need to tell me exactly what's in it so that I can say they could eat it. And I was like, to our listeners, clean is not as scary as that sounds. No. It's not, it's not I scary. I was like, why does this taste so like there's cheese on it? He's like, nutritional yeast. I'm like, fantastic. Like, yeah, it wasn't even right? like, wait, is that cauliflower. the cauliflower? Oh my, yes. oh my God, thank God. Oh. I was feeling a little guilty. No. Guilt free. Oh my God. I, I was like, is this, there's cheddar cheese on this that's my point. He was, he, he finally, we finally found someone that matched and it wasn't this big hurdle we had to get over. Sure. Agreed. It I mean, was great. That's, and that's been, it's not for, uh, I've had this idea of partnering with the gym crowd for some time. It's never been, um, sort of fall into the same trap that you guys were all talking about where I'm not a diet fed guy. I just, that's not the world I live in. I cook. I know what ingredients I like to use. I know what people like to eat. But at the same time, I'm not into... You and those chapsticks have had a couple not, of fights. Not into, <laughs> not into the, you know, the, the, the diet du jour, the keto this week, and it's paleo next week. And those are fine if they work for people. But that's just not sure. how I cook. I'm not interested in introducing that and into I'm gonna, how I ch- changing how I in cook. In my conversation with him, I said, could we switch to pink Himalayan soil? He's like, well, is it a fad? I'm like, no. And he's like, and he really doesn't want to fall into that... Sure. Like nothing what's trending. No. Yeah. Right. And no. I'm not, and what's right? And yes. I've, I've, listen, I've been doing this for a couple of years already. And I, you know, people have asked for, you know, macros and all those things. And I just, I can't, personally, can't be bothered. Like, it's just not, it's great for some people. They want to plug it into the thing and they want, that's fine. But I'm not interested in counting calories. I, I know the, the food that I'm making is good. It's clean. Mm-hmm. I know because I know I'm making it and I know I'm putting into it. And if you need that for you, that's for you to do. But I can't focus my time on that. Sure. So it was the first time in the conversation I had with Karen where I was speaking to someone who was a gym-related, mm-hmm. and we were on the same page. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, it's if you're using this, this, and this, it's fine. I'm like, right. that's, it was so refreshing to hear right. someone in this so industry you're having talk about the, something the that's not... the same reaction yeah. to it as a business owner and a chef right. that we did as customers. Because mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, like... I don't have to worry right. about. Like, I've had the conversations BS. before, and they're like, yeah. "Well, this is great, but I need to make sure that they have six ounces of this." And right I'm like, "I'm not doing that. I'm right. not getting into the measuring." And the, I nor do we. It's busy yeah, enough as it is, nor and there's we. enough work to be had for me to start parsing it right. in a way that is one is not going to 
benefit me in any way. It just makes it easier for the customer, which is great. But that's just not how I'm looking to prepare yep. this food. So for our listeners, if you'd like to try Deli Boy, um, he accepts orders on Fridays up until up to Friday and then delivers on Monday nights, correct? Correct. And they have a special code, clean cut, for... Deli Boy, if you are listening, and it's CCFN underscore 19. All caps. All caps. We will put this all on social media, And you can try Deli Boy, and you can see the things that Karen and Lori believe in. Highly recommend the steak. Love the steak. The the buffalo chicken burger. Oh, I got those. I didn't try that Oh, my God. And you know what I love about your food, Josh? There's so much. But when I (laughs) reheat it, it's like perfectly... I don't want to call it undercooked, but when you bring it to me, when I reheat it, it's not like it doesn't get dry. Like That's it's what like I was saying. He has that perfect somehow spot. Somehow figures like out a way so that we could reheat. Yes. So the difference between Jamie and I is this. So that was like a, a Jamie, like chefy, like overwhelming <laughs> sentence. And like I just open it and I'm like eating it cold on my counter. <laughs> I want to come like live with you. But like, even if like, you reheat it, you don't I, feel like it's chewy or no, gross. No, like, right. it's like, delicious. None of those things even enter my world. Well, listen, there's a lot of things in the menu that have come and gone, and there are things that I just won't put on the menu for the reason you're describing. Like, like garlic string to, beans go a long way It has to be good on the back end. Like, yeah, you have yeah, to be yes. able... It's, it's one well, thing you go to a restaurant a and you're making something <clears throat> and you're going to eat it on the spot. It's a totally other thing where you're going to eat technically leftovers mm-hmm. where you're going to reheat something that's already been prepared mm-hmm. and chilled and then you're going to reheat it right. to mm-hmm. eat at a later time. It has to hold up. Mm-hmm. And there yeah. are some foods that just do better in that regard than others. And Josh from and Deli Boy has nailed it. cook things... Beth, are you bringing us balloons? Sorry. Oh, Beth's bringing balloons. Our friend Beth is here. Thanks, we actually, Beth. By the way, we really wanted to get balloons, but the party store doesn't open until 10. So here are our balloons. <laughs> Bring them in here. Much. They're not the Bring right color. Look, our, what are they for? So it's for an open house. Oh, we're, we're, oh, wow. Yikes. Are we in the street? <laughs> there are our balloons for our pretty background. Okay, you Wait, can have them back yeah, now for your Carrie Williams colors. Carrie, doesn't this make you like a proud mom? Like, a, like, 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 this, this, like, wasn't he, like, one of your first podcasts? This is so, like, I love collabs, and I always tell, oh, sorry, I love collaborations because when it's on brand and the brands align, there is, it's such a win-win, and everyone wins, and there's ways to promote and co-promote, and just, it's awesome. So I'm like, on brand, on brand, I'm, like, so excited. She's like a proud mom. <laughs> I'm like, I feel her. her. She's like, her leg is bouncing. She's, she's, like, she's freaking out. I'm our so brand. excited. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, is it Friday yet? Oh, my God, Order? I love it. Um, wow. Okay. So we have covered a lot of material, which I'm really excited about. Um, and I might have to have a little bit of lentil to, to, to keep sustaining this conversation. We are intermittent fasting currently. Yes. I am. Um, which is part of the program, but not until later in the program. Which not until you have all your tools. Which basically means that you eat eight hours a day and you're, you fast 16 hours a day, essentially. Um, so I'm currently not eating. But I would like to take this entire lentil crunch and shove it down my throat. But you can. Thanks, Kim. But you, but you can. can. Because Karen says it's okay. <laughs> anyway. Um, so I have, we have a bunch of mantras yeah. that Jamie and I use on a regular basis. And a lot of our listeners and people we work with know that we scream all these mantras regularly. My question, I think the one that applies the most here, obviously Dream Big was my original. Everyone stole that from me. It's okay. Um, but I feel like the one that applies the most here, and I'd love for all of us to weigh in, is what does the mantra say yes mean to you? Karen, Lori, say yes. Say yes means, first thing that comes to my head is like, be kind to yourself. Just mm-hmm. do, if it's a massage, if it's a nap, if, you know, you just, having a cocktail having a cheat, but your food, just be kind to yourself. Just say yes to yourself. 
Put yourself first. Put for yourself once. first. Mm-hmm. Be mindful actually very be yeah. Mindful. Be mindful of mm-hmm. it, it being for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think that probably is the same for us. Mm-hmm. That was deep. No, I like that. Good <laughs> answer. What about you, Josh? What's say yes mean to you? Um, I think it falls similar to the hustle category. Like it's you want to be open to as many opportunities as possible, especially when it comes to growing a business that you're trying to grow, uh, but balancing an opportunity with uh, the rest of your life. So, yes, you want to say yes to things as they come up that make sense. You can't possibly say yes to everything. You just right. can't. Um, so it's about parsing those things. I'm glad saying, you said yes today. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. Uh, so it's about you know what makes sense. This makes sense to spend time with you guys chatting about this stuff. Whereas other opportunities, listen, when you, and when you, as Carrie can attest, when you start a business, uh, you get a lot of friends that you didn't know you had. Yes. that come out of the woodwork and there's lots of hands that come out and say can you do this can you do this can you do this and it's a great position to be in but at the same time not all of it is positive and not all of it's going to be as beneficial or as relevant you, or relevant you know we get that not to you know yeah, yeah. interject but we get that a lot with our podcast I'm sure you do as well or as a branding person um, or even as you guys decided to launch a book I mean we have gotten I mean it's amazing but we have gotten countless requests of people that want to be on our podcast mm-hmm. And which is awesome, yeah. right? Because people want to plug their brand, which sure. is fine, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. However, what as Marissa said at the beginning, and our intro says before this airs, when you listen to it, there's an intro. Um, our podcast is about career, right? It's about people that work and why they work. Mm-hmm. And in addition to that, inspiration and why people are inspired. In this case, for you, in this particular day, it's about inspiration and, and hustle. Um, so there's people that, that contact us that aren't really necessarily on brand with what it is that we want to be saying, right? And that's when we want to introduce them to Gary. Like, go on brand groupies. Uh, but you know what I mean? It's really true, though. Like, you say, you have to say she yes. She in a good way. I know. I know. No, that's what I'm saying. Yes. No, I, it's same a good thing. thing. It's a good thing. Because at the end of the day, yes, yeah, say yes. But say yes well. No different than yep. what we were talking about eating. Yep. Um, that's what it means to me. You didn't ask me that, but that's what it means to me. <laughs> what about you, Carrie? What does say um, yes mean to you? I, from, ex- uh, <laughs> from um, experience, I always say, um, some, for people building their businesses, say yes to every lead. When someone says, um, you know, oh, I know so-and-so in this industry, even if you don't think it's going to be worth your time, take every single lead and just say yes, follow up, send an email, call. I've just found, that's how we found our investors for Frolic, like through three referrals, 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 because sure. I said yes. And I was like, oh, I don't know if this girl, like, this is a waste of my time. But I did not uh, say no. I said yes. And I gave my same unwavering passion for my business idea and pitch and just like take every lead because it always leads to something. We say that all the time at work because obviously- You never know unless you go. You never know unless you go. Like these are all- mantras that we say about interviewing and about taking a meeting with someone because nothing, and I say this like with passion, nothing is ever a waste of time. And I'd like to say for our audience, if you think about this, we talked about this being a collective web. We're all in this together, right? We're all connected in some way or another, professionally or personally. But I will say this. I'll say it out loud for all of us here. When you are having a conversation like this, I could bet each of us, our energy is up, like high energy. You feel inspired. You feel ignited. You start thinking more clearly. You start thinking about what else you can tackle during the day. There's something about getting your mind in the game 
and having a clear path in front of you, you know, it cuts the noise out. You say, I've just spent this incredible hour and change with these incredible people that are just hustling. And by the way, that ignites me. Right. Your hustle ignites me. Same. Your hustle ignites me so that I can ignite others. So being in the web with all of you is my say yes. Bye, Beth and balloons. Bye, Beth. Thanks for listening. Thanks for coming. <laughs> but Lori was my hustle behind me. She was like, come on, come on. We got this. We got this. We have something. We have yeah, something. Yeah, sometimes you got to hustle I, others, too. Yeah. yeah. And not until you really can settle and I believed it. I was like, okay. But without her, I would have been like, I have this idea. Mm-hmm. But it's nice to have somebody help you broadcast. Oh, God, yeah. And lift you up. So, girls, other than hustle... We talk about action words in our year. Like, do you have a personal action word for yourself? We understand, you know, we're clean. We got your books. But, like, the two of you are individuals that are really doing some magic. Do you have a personal word that you subscribe to or a personal mantra that you subscribe to yourself? For me, it, it's probably focus. Really, really... The, the word focus and it just it's, it's what it is it's focusing on the goal focusing at the end like you got this like she just said she's like I'm like we got this we got this I'm always like like if you ask my clients like what's my keyword or what's in my classes you got this mm-hmm. and I ha- you have to believe that you, know, you have to believe like what Carrie said in the beginning you can do anything if you really believe it and really work for it and I found a long time ago I would get to that 90% and I'd be like eh, I, this is I don't know where to go next or this is too hard or or I'm afraid to I'm afraid to fail. Mm-hmm. And I think that I would not be where I am right now if it wasn't for this girl next to me either because That's as much as she says I was the one that put the hustle in her, she, she was the you. one that put the confidence in me. Mm-hmm. Do you know you. what I mean to be able to like <laughs> We're all but crying. Not, we're not crying. A good, we always cry we're during our podcast. Crying. We always cry. We cried hysterically when we were interviewed I, on Gary. I, 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 I think we're I think I didn't know what I was doing. I think Ming has to get a tissue box when we were in there. And, yeah, and go, but go, just going back to the focus. Branded like, shared universe. There's so yeah. much else going on in the world. Like We all have kids. We all have to get them to sports. They have homework. They have social issues. You have stuff. You want to work out. You want to be kind to yourself. And really focusing on the prize. Like That's, to me, Like that's where my mind has shifted from this being a hobby to now, like, I got a goal and I want this. Mm-hmm. So Good that's where so as me speaking. I'm thinking mine. Like mine is more like seeing. It's kind of the same thing, but like seeing it through, right? Whether it's something yeah. that's personal in your life, whether it's a business, whether it's a friendship, whether it's something new or a new relationship or a new lead, seeing it through and seeing what comes out on the other side, because you never know. You just, you never, just know. never know. Is there anything we should have asked you that we didn't? Else where you, you can buy our book. <laughs> yeah, where, where can you buy our where book? Can you buy their book. Our book is on Amazon. Yes. It is Shrink Your Body, Grow Your Mind. There is a Kindle version. There is a black and white version. And there is also a color version, um, color pictures inside the book as well. I do like to look at your and color. And in the book, you can, he- you can hear their philosophy, recipes, yes. ideas yes. of how to live yes. a clean life. And just remember, like, it's broken down chapter by chapter. It's an easy read. It's going to be your first pull and beach read this year, so get it right now. Prime is key. Amazon Prime, you got we'll it. have it for the weekend. <laughs> and listen. Seriously, it's an easy read, chapter by chapter. Yeah. It's broken down. We try, we try to throw some fun things in there. And there is a link in the book as well that will link you back to additional um, things that you can pull off the website. Uh, extra measurement charts, grocery lists, that kind of thing. Tools. 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 And then when, when and if you are ready, after you've digested their guidelines, you have Josh right in your back pocket. At Dellyboy.com. Absolutely. That's right. And and by the way, before we go into some of our last questions, we just wanted to mention that a lot of people passed by today, which was kind of awesome. Thank mm-hmm. you, Christine. Our teammate, Christine, <laughs> who was getting people to sign in. 
Um, we have a bunch of raffles. So anyone that subscribes today and listens um, and or comments on our Facebook Live, I think that could be a good way to get people to get involved, have a chance to win a bunch of cool prizes. So this is what we've got. Deli Boy was generous enough to give us um, a cooler bag and a T-shirt that we're going to raffle off. Um, and basically, we're going to choose just a random name from the people that signed in today or anybody listening. Um, there's also that clean cut code, as I mentioned. So if you're listening and you want to try Deli Boy, it's CCFN underscore 19, um, all caps. And you can put that just right in at checkout during um, your order with Deli Boy. We also will be raffling off a copy of Karen and Lori's book. How about a signed um, copy? There you a go. Signed copy. Signed copy. We will sign it up. They are like <laughs> micro macro influencers. Um, we are going to be also raffling off a free podcasting session in class with if Ming. You, if you have an That's urge cool. to hear your voice, if you there there is. Is. if you're thinking, I really like feel like this would be fun. This is exactly what happened with Marissa and me. We were interviewed on Carrie's, and we're like, we've got something here. We want to talk to yeah. the world. We were talking. About- I was sweating. There was crying. <laughs> so if you want, if you think you would like to sweat and cry and talk, you can get a. By the uh, way, we do that in class here yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. I, I shouldn't be talking, but I get in trouble with that. Um, so uh, shush. shush. Um, a free class, a podcasting class with Ming at Shared Universe, right down the street in Eaton Town. Um, also, 25% off a brand strategy uh, session with Carrie at Brand Groupies. If you're thinking about launching a brand, you don't know how to begin, you want to have a mastermind behind you, she can help you with that. Or perhaps you just need a professional hug. Yeah. You need yeah. someone to support you on your journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we will be raffling, Marissa and me, we'll be raffling a LinkedIn and resume strategy session. If you're thinking about going back to work, don't know how to update yourself on paper. Christine, who we hired, sorry to shout you out, she's off camera. Um, Hi, Christine! Was a mom in our town looking to get back to work that we helped reinvent, and now she's working for us. Um, we also will be, uh, today we are giving out some free passes to Orange Theory, so and, and, and guest passes, so obviously that only works if you were here today, sorry. Um, also, we're going to be... But you can still come to a first class free here. First class is always free. And then um, the Prochi Lentil Crunch. Is there a code? Yes, there is. Um, Um, KimPickerFoods.com. I wanted to shout her out because she is a new brand and she's not here. But because we're all on the same web together and, of course, we went to the University of Richmond together. And not ironic that you were at your your reunion reunion this this weekend weekend before today. Our mascot is the spiders. Spider web. Um, But I'm fine. Better and better, ladies. There's the web, the original (laughs) web. Um, that was Kim, your mascot? Yeah, spiders. Yeah, spiders. Richmond spiders. I know you're jealous. Um, Kim Baker. No Wolverine, right, Ming? No Wolverine. Go blue. Why does Go Blue always have to because shout Because Ming went to Michigan, too, and it's Michigan, so Go Blue. Okay, well, Kim and I went to Richmond together, and she launched this incredible business, which is Clean Cut Approved. Um, we're waiting for the label. Um, and it's called Prochi. It's inspired by her life as a, an, a, a cook and a, a daughter and a sister and a mother. Um, and it's actually delicious. And it's a healthy, fun, unexpected snack um, or garnish. Or, ex- or I called it a food accessory, but I guess that's it's not. It's perfect for easily. your car. It's perfect for your yeah, car. It's perfect for your car. Your bag, just and you're not stopping at McDonald's what for are your flavors? fries. You're yeah. going to have these instead. Simply salted. Harissa lime, which that's are really good. Lime. It's really good in a salad. It's good in yogurt. It's when you need crunch. People Ooh, love that's to good eat crunch. Um, I have found that it's great on its own, and <laughs> I am admitting that the dark chocolate one is absolutely delicious. Also clean cut approved. And if you go to her website and you use the code yay y a y 
2019, you'll get 20% off and free shipping orders over $25 for the whole month of June. Amazing. Thank you, Kim. Okay, so we like to wrap up. Actually, also inspired by Carrie. When you're on Carrie's uh, podcast. Sorry, Carrie. Uh-oh. We, By the way, we We're say this stalkers. every episode. But no, you're, Josh's idea, you, by the way. Oh, Josh's idea. See, full, full web circle. What are we talking um, about again? That, <laughs> his grand groupies question, his oh. grand groupies yeah. question yeah. is typically um, like what your rock song is, like your yes. anthem, right? So yes. we talked about that, and we'll, we'll save that for when all of us are on guests on your podcast. But... As everybody inevitably will Correct. be on yeah. Carrie's podcast um, at some point. <laughs> so we have three. We have three, and we'll wrap up with those. The first is, this is very, very applicable for this audience, but we ask this to everybody. What's your go-to order at your favorite hometown restaurant? Now, people answer this like your hometown where you grew up or your hometown like now. Feel free to take it how you want, but what is your favorite order? And I, I dare my coaches here to be extremely authentic. <laughs> Correct. I, 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 I know, know one of yours. It's like, I can tell you like that. Go ahead. Yeah. Seed salad from Seed to Sprout so with salad, extra avocado. Seed to, seed to Sprout. Love seed to sprout. Or fart salad. Fart salad. <laughs> <laughs> fart salad. There's a lot of good stuff in it. That's amazing. It is. It, it, you know what? There's a little bit of everything in that salad. That there tahini is, dressing is next level. Uh, that, the tahini dressing is phenomenal. I get a little avocado on top. It's fabulous. Love seed to sprout. Seed to sprout, yeah. What about you? You know what, girls? I actually don't have a real answer. We see just about, I don't. I really eat out of my kitchen. I, I know what you I'm could not, say. The what? wings of Tommy's. Oh, oh the, the wings, wings of Tommy's. Tommy's. There so you that's go. going out. We're talking about eating in? No, out? we're going out. Oh, oh God, definitely. The wings, the wings of Tommy's. The wings of Tommy's. Which I then and, recreated that Ray recreated at And home. she was able to recreate at home. Which Ray. And Ellie yeah. Boyd. Which Ellie Boyd. And you guys, I can't By the way, you guys, we're either inspiring or disgusting. Whatever. <laughs> one or the other. I like both. I want to give one more shout out to food, though, because the octopus at Albarino's across from the Grove good is to know. to die for. Oh, really? It's grilled and it's That's delicious. Good to know. It is good like to know. a piece of like leg. Oh, that sounds amazing. But if you what like, you, if, Josh, if you like octopus, Mr. Chef. Yeah, where do you go? <laughs> uh, and anything from Jelly Boy, by the way. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, that's a good question. I, ironically, I don't really eat out a lot, like in a lot. Uh, it's real quick tangent. That's sort of how I, this whole thing started to begin with. Is sure. that my fridge was always empty. Uh, being in the food business, there was never anything in my home fridge, which is shoemaker without any shoes. Correct. There it is. Uh, so shout out to my wife for planting the seed. Hey, Marsha. For Deli Boy, which is where we are. You know how I am sitting here with you today. Um, but you know, honestly, I. Re- I really like a good slice of pizza. I think yeah. I'm a, and where's your favorite slice of pizza? Uh, I tell you what, the the uh, grandma pie at Gianni's is excellent. Oh, good it's, good the go, it's the go-to. Wow. Any is of the, it worth it? It's worth it. If it's worth it, it. You know what's it's worth, worth it. it. I gotta and give a shameless it. plug to my friends from high school. The money pie at Gigi's in Seabright, yes, is to die for. Yep. It's fig, it's balsamic, it's arugula, anything. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> and I love Gigi's, but yes, no, the grandma pie at Gianni's. Do you know is very what's good. not worth it? The slice of Papa John's pizza with the garlic sauce I had the other night. However, I am not. I I thought it was worth it in the moment. It's gross. Yeah. Yeah. Papa John's pizza with garlic sauce the other night. That's just your memory. But that's not pizza to me. My husband loves little little Caesars and Domino's. I'm like that's that's not pizza. No, that's if you're gonna have pizza, you want a seven star in Hoboken and get a big slice of pizza and you enjoy your pizza. Benny Tudino. What about you, Carrie? Um, I just um, am a big fan of Yumi. 
Yeah, we love oh, you. Mean, you mean, opening yeah. in Red Bank. Red Bank. So whatever that seared they rice are? tuna. Yeah, they oh, the Red rice Bank. tuna cake. Yeah. 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 Well, yes. Really like Tokyo. Yeah. So oh, Tokyo that's is great. My, my favorite yes. spot. And then, and there's By the way, do you like the original? <laughs> the original rice cake, or do you like it? The there's an old and a new. You. That's like a real. That's a real in the know question. I think I like the new one, but I sw- I, I swap right. back and forth because then I forget when I get it. Yeah. Should we should we wrap there because it's food? I think that's a great way to wrap because we're we're talking about food. We usually have like a thousand more questions, but this was. <laughs> It was a lot of fun. Amazing. Lot of fun. Thank you. Um, and by collab. the way, I will oh, say sorry. one thing. We do typically ask what's your superpower, but I would like to say on behalf of everyone that we I think we all have a very similar superpower, and that is to inspire others. And that is why we're here. That is what Carrie does. She inspired us to do this. Mm-hmm. You inspired us to change our lives. He inspired us to eat better and prepare and not necessarily worry about what's in my, that I have to cook everything because I was always like, I love to cook. I don't need to order Deli Boy. I trust you. It's great. Blah, blah, blah. And then I realized that I was inspired by Mm -hmm. the fact that I don't have a ton of time. So you Mm -hmm. gave me that back Mm -hmm. and you gave me my body, (laughs) my beautiful physique. (laughs) And Carrie gave me a voice and Ming gave us a voice on the podcast. So I think that's really what I'm oddly silent. (laughs) <laughs> um, but no, Marissa obviously inspires me every day. But like, I think that the um, the overall superpower that we're all in in this together and to inspire others and to web people together and catch your dreams, mm, dream catch. catch. I love it. Thank you for being here, everybody. Oh, thank, thank you for having us. Yeah.